You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I feel bad that wasn't a Nico Collins play there, Aaron. My apologies. Welcome back to Beck You All Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to C.J. Stroud mania. We'll also get to the Ravens mania in just a bit. But first, I have one more point that I want to make about the Miami Dolphins and their lackluster performances against stiff competition. And I think this Mm -hmm. matters here in terms of how to bet on them going forward because, yeah, we've heard this a lot uh, throughout the course of Sunday. The Dolphins can't beat good teams. Well, the question is, why? Let me turn into a two-year-old here through that case of the whys and say why over and over again until it gets obnoxious. Well, here's the thing. Against sub-500 teams, Tua has a passer rating of 114.8, completion percentage 2.5%. Everything is great. But against these good teams, all of those numbers go down in large part because, A, Tua takes a lot more sacks trying to make something out of nothing, and he takes a lot more sacks against good defenses. But the bigger thing to me is that he's always trying to target Tyreek Hill almost regardless of the situation. And against weaker defenses, targeting Tyreek Hill is largely a good idea. But against good defenses, he has a negative total EPA when targeting Tyreek Hill. He needs to get other receivers involved and needs to diversify the portfolio a little bit for this offense to continue to be fantastic going up against the best of the best. Defenses know how to game plan against one really good receiver. And so, Joe, going forward, I think the lesson to be learned with the Dolphins is that, yeah, they could perhaps win the AFC East still and perhaps win a game or two in the playoffs. But I would like to fade Tyreek Hill against good defenses because Mm. for Miami to beat them, they're going to have to use other guys. That number was ridiculous yesterday. I took a look in the morning uh, before the game kicked off. His receiving prop was up to 93 and a half. 93 and a half. Who knows what it ended up closing at? It, it was just ridiculously high. But uh, yeah, that's a good way to go against it. I mean, part of my Casey handicap was, was about this. Good teams, mm-hmm. they don't beat them. Uh, so they've now lost six in a row against teams above 500. Their last win against the team above 500 was week three of 2022, last year, week number three. That's the last wow. time they beat a team that was above 500. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you want to continue with that, I don't have a problem. But I'd also say, even though they only put 14 on the board, the difference in the game was that play by Trent McDuffie on Tyreek when they had the strip and then they <laughs> – they hand it off they, to the teammates and they go down the go down the sideline and it's 21 nothing um yeah we probably offensive struggles sure but like Kansas City did barely beat them 
And Patrick Mahomes is like, we got to get this fixed. We got to get this fixed. We're entering week 10. And the Chiefs are still saying, we got to get this fixed. Yeah. The other thing going back to Tyreek Hill is we were talking about this being a Raheem Mostert game. And it was. He Mm -hmm. flew over his prop of 45 and a half with 85 yards. And, you know, we had talked about how teams can run against the Chiefs defense, even though they are really good. That is one area where opposing teams have had some success. So I like the point, Ed, about, you know, if it is a good team and a good defense, maybe look to go under on Tyreek or look for someone else to get more of the volume. And I think the approach too suggests, okay, well, maybe Miami can turn things around against good teams. Maybe that's still possible, but it's not going to happen by constantly feeding Tyreek Hill the football. It's going to be with other receivers. And so if you think given matchup or power ratings or whatever, that they can beat this good defense, like, you know, having to look at the schedule, you'd have to figure that out. But if you think they can beat a good defense, don't back Tyreek Hill in those situations. Back other receivers to go over those props. I think that's kind of the winning way, and that's probably how I would well, attack it going I, forward. I would, yeah, Joe. I, I that that's certainly fair, and I would just add that if you believe that, mm-hmm. you're probably going to have to set a note somewhere, like remind, put something on yeah. the calendar, because the next time they face a good team is Christmas Eve. Okay, and and they're going to close with Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo, three tough teams. But until then. Mm-hmm. They're going on by, and then it's Vegas, the Jets, the Commanders, the Titans, the Jets again. So uh, we'll we'll have to put something in the calendar maybe to remind ourselves. Yes, I'm positive. (laughs) (laughs) They can ride ride this wave for a little bit, but once we get, eh, eh, we'll see. We'll see. I want to see what happens next week. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they're they're one out of five cigars good yeah if if the yelp reviews out of how many cigars like color in like one and a half cigars for vegas oh my god the coverage on that did you see the locker room stuff yesterday after that i loved i loved it actually it's so raiders so over the top i I mean you beat a terrible team and you're celebrating (laughs) like that i love it all all you need to do is face tommy devito every week it's easy Right. Exactly. Figure it out. Yeah. Hey, like uh, we got Josh Dobbs bouncing from one team to the next. Maybe uh, Tommy DeVito can yeah. do the same and the Raiders can just time it just right. So let's not say it can't happen from one week to the next. When there is a will, there is a way in this league. We'll figure it out. Hey, how about we talk about the Baltimore Ravens? They destroy another NFC playoff contenders, 37 to three to the Seahawks. Like, yes, we've had some questions about Seattle, But goodness gracious, the Ravens look fantastic. Keaton Mitchell, nine carries, 138 yards and a touchdown. My goodness, Seattle, one of 12 on third down. Everything went right for Baltimore. But Joe, the question is, are the Ravens the best team in the AFC now? I think you can ask the NFL. It's a legitimate question. If we're doing power rankings today, I don't think we need to get creative this week when we do it on Wednesday. I wouldn't fight anyone that said, you know what? I think the Ravens are number one. They're number one right now. You can come up with a number of teams in the league right now. Uh, But top of the list, Ravens and Bengals, they're the hottest two couple teams. Yeah, I'd say the hottest two teams in the league going right now. Now we have other part of the year to take a look at. My God, it was just, we we knew it was a drubbing. It was never a ball game. 
I was on the wrong side of this one. Seattle got just whooped. But 515 to 151 in yardage. 515 to 151. (laughs) 6.9 yards per play. They have the best defense going right now. I guess the Browns have competition. Uh, Browns were awesome yesterday, too. I mean, neither defense gave up a touchdown. Browns uh, have, have their shutout against an awful quarterback themselves. But, man, it, it isn't just Lamar, though, too. That's something else we have to keep in mind. The run game is fantastic. Defense, of course, just everywhere you look, outside of Odell Beckham, all you can do is uh, give the Ravens their flowers. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah gus edwards had a game bummed i didn't look at his props but the ravens defense fewest points allowed 13.8 per game that's the Mm -hmm. best mark um in the first nine weeks since that historic 2000 defense according to espn so really impressive what they're doing defensively as well who's keaton mitchell we are he was the rushing leader for the week yeah he was the sunday leader in rushing i don't even know that they posted odds on on that (laughs) yeah why why didn't you get him joe (laughs) because i don't think they posted guys there's no way there were odds on just a few days and you guys just completely forget about keaton mitchell Yes. She, who is he? Yeah. Who is he? I didn't know a lot of players yesterday. I didn't know Clayton Toon. I didn't know who the hell that was. And we, we found out. <laughs> well, for you good don't reason. need to. Uh, don't, don't, don't waste that bandwidth on that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are a lot of players getting some run. I'm like, I, you know, I follow sports Kate a lot. Otten. We talk a lot of football. Kate Otten, everybody knew yesterday with his two plus touchdowns. Can't be laughing at that. Come on My now. Man. No way. No, Surrey Bob. 
what we're learning though about keaton mitchell and what we're learning about the ravens and what we're learning about the importance of offense in the national football league is the importance of outside runs and how indicative they are of overall success because when you have a lead if you can run to the outside consistently then you can maintain that lead and that's what we're seeing from the ravens whether it's keaton mitchell or anybody else for the (laughs) season the ravens are second in total rushing yards over expected fifth and rushing yards over expected per carry on outside runs per next gen stats. Dolphins are leading the way in both stats, but I look at this and say, you know what? If you can run to the outside with any kind of consistency, when you have a lead, you are going to keep that lead. Look at the other offenses that can do this. The Colts, the 49ers and the Titans. These are offenses I look to when I say, okay, if they have a lead, I trust them to keep that lead. And that's really important in terms of live betting opportunities. Yep. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't argue that one at all. And the Ravens after this mm-hmm. game are going to get a lot of the a lot of the coverage because they deserve it the way they're playing right now. I mean, what what a division that is. Oh, my goodness. Like after Thursday, we're, we're having the and it's a realistic and fair conversation about the Steelers making the playoffs entering yesterday. They were sitting there as, as the five seed. And right now it's the entire division, right? Yeah, the entire mm-hmm. division's in the playoffs entire division like we, we know that's probably day. yeah it's, that's <laughs> it um what about the losing side what are the seahawks what do we do with them what do we do honestly i i don't what? know how to read them i don't know which team is going to show up week to week and i understand that they just faced two of the best defenses in the league baltimore cleveland back-to-back weeks and you know so that that's certainly fair to bring up. So Gino's struggling. Last four games, he has six interceptions. But if they're facing a competitive team, it, it's hard to trust them, even getting a lot of points. Yeah, as a part of it, Gino, as part of it, the offensive line when they face these really good defenses, maybe it's a combination of both. I mean, I think we all probably expect expected some type of regression from Geno Smith since since last year I wasn't sure if he could keep this up so the inconsistency not super shocking but I think the offensive line deserves some blame here too for yesterday what if the answer is nothing what if the Seahawks turn out to be just fine in relation to the rest of the NFC specifically the West because the Rams have fallen back down to reality. The Cardinals might be the worst team in football. And the 49ers, I think, are a relative unknown right now because that defense has become less trustworthy over the last couple of weeks. Brock Purdy has become less trustworthy over the last couple of weeks. Is it possible that, what do we do with the Seahawks? They're just fine. It's the AFC is that much better than the NFC. And we're going to have outcomes like these from time to time where Mm -hmm. a good NFC team just gets blasted. But the Seahawks still have a pretty good body of work that leads me to believe, yeah, they can still win the NFC West. Maybe Maybe they can't win the one seed because the Eagles and Cowboys are still vying for that top spot. But can they win the division? Can they get a home game in the playoffs? Can they get a wild card spot? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, they can because it's so weak, but is is that the reason? Mm-hmm. Uh, on a week-to-week basis, just trying to figure out. Now, look, <laughs> you better show up against Washington next week because that's what you yes. want. You got a quarterback going through your struggles. Here we go. Here's the Washington secondary. You better have some success there because if they don't next week, I I would say it's time to be concerned. And they 
still have to pay, face San Francisco twice. And coming up right around the corner, they've got that month run. San Fran, Dallas, San Fran, Philadelphia. Good luck if you're going to continue playing like this. The other crazy thing is that um, Lamar Jackson trend against NFC teams. He just destroys them. Almost a perfect record <laughs> in his career. I know we like to do truth or trend. That was what we talked about last week. And whew, he put a stamp on that once again. Yes. Just get yeah. to the Super Bowl, baby. Just get to the Super Bowl and make a name for yourself, Lamar, in the history <laughs> of the NFL. That's the way to do it. Speaking of guys who are more than impressing, how about CJ Stroud as the passing leader at 15 to 1, leading the Texans in a game-winning drive against the Bucks 39 to 37. He sets a single game rookie passing record, 470 yards, five touchdowns. Is this offensive rookie of the year competition officially over? It's close. It's one more performance away. It is really close to being over. Uh, here's the underreported part of that. They needed every bit of those 470 yards. They barely won with a 470 <laughs> passing yard day from CJ Stroud. Oh, man. I'm sorry if you had Houston minus two and a half. That is a bad beat. Not <laughs> something that I was interested in any part of this game. I teased Tampa. That's all I did with this game. Uh, but, yeah, that, that that stinks. It is very close to being done. 8.0 yards per play for Houston. Stroud was awesome. Uh, who, could, who could battle him for this? I think A-Chan's going to come back. So what if he goes on the sort of run that we were seeing before the injury, but if Stroud stays healthy the rest of the season? Here's one thing we don't know. It's not going to be Bryce Young. It's not going to be him. That's fair. That's fair. I, I think it has dwindled the field to where there may be like two or three other yeah. guys who could conceivably win it, but there are no more dark horses when talking about this award. That's for darn sure. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, BetQL Court. That's right here on the BetQL Network.